in 2020, digital transformation itself was transformed, moving faster than ever before. With the arrival of 2021, what can financial institutions do to work that transformation on behalf of businesses that need a more holistically put together financial picture organized for them? To find out, we'll talk with Bhushan Rengachari and Dave Hunkley of Finsley. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. I'm Lou Carlozo, your host. Today we have the tag team, Bushan Rengachari and Dave Hunkley. Bushan is the founder and CEO of Finsley. Bushan has more than 20 years industry experience and formerly held the position of technology manager at Wells Fargo. Dave Hunkley is advisor and chief strategy officer to Finsley. Dave previously served as head of banking as a service for Live Oak Bank and is also the principal of Creative Labs Consulting. And creative is with a K, which is creative. (laughs) Dave has a passion for helping banks and fintechs define and execute their digital transformation journey. Dave and Bushan, welcome to Bankadelic. Thank you, Lou. Good to be here. Thanks. Glad to be here. With the pandemic, digital transformation is itself being transformed. What do each one of you see as fascinating when you look at the landscape right now? The speed, the speed at which we're able to make changes, things that seemed so difficult before just happened magically overnight. It's not easy, right? So COVID forced the issue in terms of how do we handle remote working? How do we put our kids in schools to be students in a remote environment? And all of a sudden, all the pace of things that we thought were difficult to pull off before picked up. We've overcome a lot of challenges, still have more to resolve, but we've moved the needle significantly in the last few months. How true. Bushin, love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So digital transformation, this is something we have been talking about for more than 20, 25 years, right? If you look at it, You know, the banking industry has been transforming bits and pieces at a time. We started with ATM transformations and then online banking, then mobile banking. But still, if you look at it, the banking industry is very far behind in terms of the digital capabilities. If our experience outside the banking, you know, our work experience, our messaging experience, our social experience, it is too good in terms of the technical capabilities But when it comes to the finances, when it comes to the banking, we are still behind and there is a lot of work needs to be done. So digital transformation, we have a lot of work to do. One of the biggest things that we see is legacy technologies, right? So that's what we think as a digital transformation. We have to get out of legacy technologies to a modern technology that will help us to innovate faster. Both of you have some pretty strong feelings about holistic digital banking experience that crosses many channels. What's important to you? I think for me as a business person, right, not as a technology provider, 
I want to have the experience of managing all my finances. You know, but if you look at my business finances, I go to bank for some of my banking needs and there is a credit card from some other bank, a loan from a different bank and, you know, international wires are done from a different fintech provider and APAR receiving payments are done by different providers. You know, my finance experience is totally fragmented. Ability to focus on my business so that the finances are taken care of in a very automated way. Yeah, and on that point, Lou, when you think about small businesses and you think about what it takes to set up a business, run a business, and grow a business, there's just a lot there. So as Bhushan just talked about the financial side of it, if you're just getting started, you're thinking about insurance, buying inventory, hiring employees. If you're in the run mode, then you're thinking about inventory again, payables, receivables, cash flow management. If you're in growth mode, you're thinking about mergers, acquisitions, buying more real estate. And so there's a lot of events that take place throughout the financial life cycle of a business that institutions today just barely scratch the surface in terms of where they interact with those small businesses. So digital transformation from my perspective is, as Bhushan said, just make it easy for me to manage my business where I don't have to spend time thinking about where my money is. Am I getting paid on time? What's the cash flow looking like today? Can I order that inventory or do I have to postpone it? make it easy. And we're now in this environment where we have open technologies, we've got APIs available through technology providers, and it's an exciting time to start rethinking or reimagining what the future holds, right? So for the first time, it's conceivable to say, I can now partner as a bank with the third parties that fill those other areas that can provide insurance, can provide receivables management, can provide a complete holistic view of what's going on across your entire business. And from the financial institution's point of view, we have these open cloud-based bank operating systems that could really, really make things simple with new products. Explain a little bit what could happen in an optimized scenario. Well, I think you're now in a place where you've got a single place where you can consume apps. So you think about microservices and they work together, they're more easily integrated together and they solve more problems. The beauty of it with the new technology, you don't have to be dependent on a single software provider. So in the case of Finsley, the idea is there's a single landing spot for where all these things come together, but you're not tied to just the development capacity of what Finsley is able to do. You're able to develop on your own. You're able to bring in third parties. You're able to put these components together in a way that makes sense and are useful to solve these problems we're talking about with small business, with consumers, etc. So it really creates a completely different model going forward. And we travel around. We talk to lots of bankers. And for decades, they've been talking about their core banking systems and wanting to move faster. I think it's maybe great, maybe a blessing and a curse, right? We had these great systems that were built on mainframes and they never go down and the software withstood the test of time. That's all very positive. The downside of it is it's not open. It's not easy to get access to the skill sets of the people in the companies. You know, those folks start to age out. So you've got a lot of issues around it. So you just can't move fast enough on the innovation side. So we're finally in this place where the technologies are there, the bandwidth is there, the cost and the economics are all very favorable. And there's this whole world of very innovative fintech companies that are launching new solutions that are solving real problems. So why not work with those companies to help advance innovation faster if you're a bank? That's the thought that we have at Finsley. Yeah. So if you look at the bank operating system, it's running runs in a cloud. What it allows 
banks is that it gives them easy access to a platform it gives them instantaneous access you know if you want to create a new platform for a bank you know we can run a script and that brings up your new bank within an hour right and then next what we had to talk about is okay what else you need what other integrations you need if you have those integrations already in this a matter of adding few other components and clicking few other configurations and you know basically it's and instead of spending years and hundreds of people on a project to make a small additional product change or you know to launch a new product or service for a bank we are talking about cutting down from those 2 years to couple of months that itself is a huge win and our goal is to make it faster you know make it more instantaneous similar to any other platform but you know banks are regulated and we have to deal with a lot of compliance audit and a lot of validations so you know a 2 to 3 months time launching a product is still good compared to spending 2 years and as the time horizons shrink we're moving into this open cloud-based environment open banking also opens if you will an entire world of APIs that third-party vendors can help build out yet there's also been this element of suspicion that financial institutions have how can we paint a picture of what's possible and why it's such a big breakthrough There are great examples where it's already been proven and without naming names, you know, an example of a payments company that was great at offering up APIs where banks could plug in, e-commerce providers could plug in. And so it just created a whole flow of activity both for the bank in terms of great deposits came in, but it also made it easy for business owners that were setting up e-commerce sites to be able to launch more quickly without having to be experts in payments. That's the power of open banking and APIs really bring. It creates new business models, it accelerates the pace, and it allows the expertise to live where it needs to, right? So, an e-commerce company in that case didn't have to be a payments expert. The bank in that case didn't have to be an API expert, but all three parties could do business together. And so, open banking and APIs it's about how do you make that possible so that any third party can get access that they need? to the right banking services and they can create and combine new solutions that are solving the problems that the customers have. Yeah, I agree with that. So somewhere I read a statement that said every tech is going to be a fintech. Wow. <laughs> and I totally agree with that. You know, any platform that deals with money, any platform that deals with payments needs to talk to other systems in a more electronic way. So if if you think about that then any platform who needs to make a payment or who needs to receive a payment or who needs to make a deposit or open an account or borrow money or anything right then i would say you know any technology that is enabling such capabilities can directly talk to banks for payments for borrowing money to make a deposit that's the world that we need that's the world we need to live in where there is no friction and the computers the systems talk to each other share the information and in a more secure way basically making our life easier instead of uploading a file reconciling hey where did that money go what happened to this you know it's basically everything is more instantaneous so that's the world that we should be in when we are all connected through this open banking which is a perfect lead in to the world we should live in when we look at digital transformation speeding up when we look at friction disappearing what world 
could we live in, should we live in with this new year? That's a tough question, but I think banks are realizing that they have to do something about it. You know, they have to compete and provide a better solutions and services. That's the very positive news. But also the negative news is that all these changes that we are talking about is going to be slow. It's not going to happen in a month or so. I think banks are adopting and accepting the fact that they have to change. They have to adopt new technologies. But, you know, they are still constrained with regulations, compliance, audit and other stuff. So I think, you know, we have to come to a place where this continue to evolve and they get better. And they realize that they have to be at par with uh, fintech providers you know, my guess is it's going to be a slow and steady process. And my experience is that most of the banks, you know, they need things to be proven by some banks and then they will follow suit. So there are a lot of fintech hungry banks. They are in that innovation path. We are hoping that all other banks follow that path and transform. And I agree. I have a lot of optimism on what's going to happen next. I hope that the progress we made through COVID in terms of reshaping how we operate in the industry, that's going to carry forward. So I'm optimistic about that. I am hearing more and more conversations with CEOs and boards that are now asking the hard questions about where are we really with digital and where are we going with this. I'm hearing bankers talking about recognizing that they've got a lot of manual processing still happening in the back office. And so to remain competitive, to compete and win, they've got to be able to tackle those issues. So innovation has a lot to do with technology, but innovation by itself doesn't require technology. So I think the banks are starting to come around to that saying, you know, I could start buying a bunch of software, but if I haven't addressed my people issues, if I haven't addressed how I do vendor management, if I haven't addressed those spreadsheets that are everywhere in my organization, I'm going to put new technology in and it's going to behave just like the old technology because I haven't fixed the underlying issues in the back office. And so I think there's renewed interest in helping to solve those problems and then be smart about the technologies you bring in so that you're bringing in those that can really move you well beyond just a single point solution, but can really solve problems going forward. Be smart about the technology you're bringing in. I'd like to thank you guys for bringing the smarts to Bankadelic today. Enjoyed very much this conversation. Thank you so much, Bhushan and Dave. Enjoyed it. Thanks, Lou. Thank you, Lou. Bhushan Rengachari is the founder and CEO of Finsley. Dave Hunkala is advisor and chief strategy officer to Finsley. They're both based in Charlotte, North Carolina. You can look for Bhushan and Dave on LinkedIn. Bankadelic, sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services, which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q-U-O-N-T-I-C-Bank.com. 
Welcome to Legacy Bank, where you experience banking the way it never should have been done, 1980 style. Just use our mobile app to order up all the paper deposit forms you need. Mobile checking? No problem! Just fold that check into a paper airplane and woof! And if you miss the way things used to be done at the branch, just tap our app and you can order up to 10 people to stand in front of you at the teller line. One more touch and the teller puts up next window, please, just as you get to the front of the line. It's banking as difficult as one, two, three bullet points. Number one. Digital transformation, we have a lot of work to do. One of the biggest things that we see is legacy technology. So that's what we think as a digital transformation. We have to get out of legacy technologies to a modern technology that will help us to innovate faster. Number two. Digital transformation, from my perspective, is just make it easy for me to manage my business where I don't have to spend time thinking about where my money is. Am I getting paid on time? What's the cash flow looking like today? Can I order that inventory or do I have to postpone it? Make it easy. Number three. You just can't move fast enough on the innovation side. So we're finally in this place where the technologies are there, the bandwidth is there, the cost and the economics are all very favorable. And there's this whole world of very innovative fintech companies that are launching new solutions that are solving real problems. So why not work with those companies to help advance innovation faster if you're a bank? And now, lose views. We got through 2020, didn't we? And in 2021, we look ahead in part by looking back. What did we accomplish as an industry in 2020? Well, in all of the misery, in all of the heartbreak, and in all of the challenge that we faced with a global pandemic, financial institutions, fintechs, banks, community banks, credit unions, all rose to the challenge unbelievably. We had to adapt, adjust, take on an acceleration of technology like we've never seen before, and hope customers would come along with us. Well, they had to, and we had to rise to the occasion. Here's the thing. We know there are still challenges ahead, and as Bhushan Rendachari and Dave Hunkley mentioned on the podcast today, part of that is helping small businesses, entrepreneurs, and people who are just on the go integrate all portions of their financial lives to make it seamless. Now, seamless is a word I have often railed against, along with customer experience and all of the other jargon that banks throw around when it's really just business as usual. We can't get away with that anymore. And we're not talking about rocket science here. All we have to do is step back and take a look at the lives these people and these small business entrepreneurs lead day in and day out. There are so many different parts of their financial experience that if they could be integrated sensibly, they would become customers for life. That's the challenge in 2021 as I see it. And I think, no, I know we can rise up to it. Let's go for it, shall we? Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks also to Quantic. 
I'm Lou Carloso. You can catch me on LinkedIn. And if you've got a milkshake, I'm drinking. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of Contrarian New Media, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.